0: What's up, everyone? This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's get started.
1: Back with Luke chapter 16.
0: Yep, and when you look at Luke chapter 16, this first parable could be qualified as a doozy.
1: Yeah, kind of a head-scratcher.
0: Yeah, when you look at other parables of Jesus, almost always Jesus, God, is one of the, the main characters in the story. And this is one of the exceptions where people would debate that maybe God's not in this story because the person who's quote-unquote in charge is fairly shrewd himself and um, doesn't necessarily represent God and all the qualities we normally attribute to God. And so should we give him like an overview of what the chap- what's happening in the chapter before we look at a couple of the verses? Yeah. Or do you- okay.
1: Yeah, so the verses 10 and 13 kind of stuck out to us from this main parable, the parable of the shrewd manager. But just to give you a little context, um, before we jump into those verses. So what's going on is there is this owner and this owner has hired a manager to uh, be in charge of his possessions. And eventually the owner finds out that this manager has mismanaged Um, his possessions, his wealth, whatever you want to call it. And so he says he wants to have an audit and he wants the manager gone. He's dismissing Mm -hmm. him. And so the manager, being the shrewd manager, figures out a way that he can get some of the money back. And so he goes to
0: talk. He's cutting deals left and right.
1: Yes. So he's going to talk to all of the people who owe or have a debt with his owner. And so at the end of this, you get to uh, verse 8 where the owner says this, um, or the master, the master commended the dishonest shrewd manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the people of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than are the people of the light. I tell you, this is verse nine. I tell you, use worldly wealth to gain friends for yourselves so that when it's gone, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. And so at the end of this, now we're going to get into the verses that kind of stuck out to us. You see that um, that the owner and the manager, they're kind of operating in this kingdom of earth mindset that like, we're going to get ours and, oh, I, I mismanaged this money. Well, I'm going to make sure that I still have money. I'm going to look out for myself.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's why some people would say that maybe the owner is not representing God here. (laughs) Um, and that, and the manager is definitely not representing God. And then there's that odd line about how people of this world are different than the people of the light. Jesus is simply making a, a statement that oftentimes the businessmen and women of the world are um, more successful. They think differently. They're more shrewd. Right. Uh, they can be more vicious. Like they're going to go for the throat and they want to get the deal. They got to close the deal. And that's the end, the, the ultimate goal. Jesus is saying people of the light often don't think like this is what he's getting at. Thank goodness. So that's a good
1: thing. And so then we kind of move into the verses that stuck out to us. So verse 10 um, says this, whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever, where am I? Whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much.
0: And so the ultimate question that Jesus is laying before us today is how trustworthy are we?
1: Yeah. What's your heart like in this?
0: Because when you look at the shrewd manager... Uh, He clearly used all of his master's resources for his own personal advancement. It wasn't for the benefit of the master necessarily. It definitely wasn't to bless and encourage everybody around. Right. It was to save his own butt, basically.
1: Yeah, it actually makes me think of a story, um, just a little funny story. Even within our own kids, you can see... Um, how when your things, the material things that you have, money, wealth, resources, maybe even your toys, yeah. when those things become more important than the people in your life or more important than your family or more important than your siblings. Oh my goodness. We, well then, <laughs> we
0: say this probably 50 times a day.
1: Right. then we Don't need touch to light a conversation. And so, um, what it comes down to, you know, my children, this would be me talking to my children is, Right now, you are valuing your toy. You think your toy is, is more important, important than your brother. Yeah. You think your toy is more important than your sister. And that's just not true because we, you're not the shrewd kid. You're not the shrewd manager. You know, we believe Jesus is Lord. We believe we need to share. We believe that you need to be trustworthy with these with these toys that you have. <laughs> the other
0: day, I came home from, from working um, in my office, and I walked into our bedroom, and I stepped on the yeah chase from paw patrol and yeah. then I took another step and stepped on batman and I took another step and I'm like what why is all this stuff in our room and i looked around our room and our room was full of all of our kids toys yeah you could have just stepped on the carpet and seen when you're walking by. i'm on a mission i'm on a mission i'm we, going places
1: so that's what happened if you're if you are a mom in quarantine then i know that you stand with me but i um one day my kids gave him a little snack and i said okay i'm gonna sneak back and um, I gathered up the baskets of toys and I put them in our room. And um, that's what you're going to do is you're just going to play with each other and you're going to get along. And uh, it's not about the stuff that you have. Yeah, We're going to learn to be
0: good stewards here. Being big stinkers with their stuff. And anyway. so full circle, <laughs> how trustworthy are, the, are we? And are we using the stuff that God's given us for our own personal advancement? Or are we using it to bless others? Because if, again, if you look at the end of verse 9, uh, Jesus says, tell you, use your worldly wealth to gain friends for yourselves so that when it's gone, you'll be welcomed into eternal dwellings. A couple other ways you could translate that is use the stuff that God's given you, your resources, your car, your toys, your TV, your pool, your you name it, just to bless other people. Because at the end of the day, it's all about eternity. Right. That's why he throws in that word, that word etern- eternal dwellings. And so, Bob, you want to hop over to verse 13 because he starts to get at the heart of the matter here.
1: Sure. So verse 13 um, says this, No servant can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And so... I think we've talked about this before, but this is again, just a cultural obser- observation of Jesus where, where he says at the end, you cannot serve both God and money. And here he's saying, you can't love Jesus and have a bunch of money. But here he is saying, um, if you flip those around and money becomes what's sitting on the throne of your heart, then then you will start to crumble. Mm -hmm. Like it, this is literally just him observing people in the culture of that day. Like it's, if you read it, it's not even really a command. He's not saying don't do this, but he's looking out on the culture of the day and seeing, man, money really trips people up. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. What, what do you, where were we going with that?
0: Well, from that, he, he, <laughs> he gets to the main point of it. In the next few verses, and he talks about verse 15, how ultimately God knows our heart. Let me read it real quick. He said to them, You're the ones who justify yourselves in the eyes of others, but God knows your hearts. And what people value highly is detestable in God's sight. And again, the, the context of this passage is Jesus is teaching the disciples while he's talking about the tax collectors and the, multi, the Pharisees that are sitting there, saying these, the Pharisees have used money for their own advancement and for their own gain, and they yeah. haven't represented me or my kingdom well. And so God knows our hearts. And so it doesn't matter if you have $10 million or you have a dollar. Generosity is, is going down to the motivation of your act. How, how much are you giving of your time? of your energy, of your finances. But God ultimately cares about the formation of your heart and he wants you to become like Jesus. So in this situation when he's talking about resources, the Old Testament has always talked about 10%. Give 10% of your cows, give 10% of your sheep, your grain, your wheat, you name it. But if you notice as the Bible transitions to the New Testament, there actually is no number given when it comes to tithing, offering, generosity, It's all about the heart. Mm -hmm. And so as the church, we try to use 10% as a baseline just for a starting point. Uh, But ultimately, it's about your heart. Right. And um, and your motivation for why you and we do what we do. So we're trying to learn this ourselves still. As young parents, we're trying to teach our kids how to be generous. And with that, you have to hold things open-handed and give them opportunities to give their stuff away.
1: Right. So that means their tooth fairy money, or maybe it means volunteering, or maybe it means making something and delivering it. Mm-hmm. Um, just to be able to help understand and, and put um, put kind of our money where our mouth is, like mm-hmm. what we're reading about, and um, and and see the good there.
0: Yep. So as we wrap up our time, I guess the main question we want to encourage you to answer today is, you know God are we being trustworthy with the resources that you have given us yeah and are we using it to um bless other people with the ultimate goal of bringing your kingdom to earth and giving you glory yeah so can we use our grill our car our surfboards our y- you name it right can we use those things for your glory and to eventually to build friendships and point people towards you Jesus yeah so that's all we got today hopefully that shed some light on a on a pretty confusing parable <laughs> um Yeah, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. God bless you, and we'll see you on Wednesday. The Lord
1: bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great
0: day.